You're now listening to the Something Good Podcast Network. Please press any key to continue. Oh, God damn it. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's a special intro. It's a special episode. Welcome back to A Fistful of Quarters. I'm Alex. Morrison. And damn, we've not done this in a long-ass time. Fuck yeah. It's about time we did. Yeah, I need to bring it back. We do. It was a fun series. The last time uh, at least a episode publicly has been available was September 28th of 2021. So well over a year. Mm. Mm-hmm. Time to dust off that old NES, that old Sega Genesis, talk some video games. Fuck. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Put it in. Well, well, and so two things on that. One, uh, played the intro uh, before we started up just to get us back in that mood again. And I had completely forgot about uh, the glitchy intro and it even threw me for a loop for a second. So good intro, Alex. Good good past Alex. Uh, But second off. I find it really funny that blowing in the cartridge is a placebo effect. Yep. And it, in fact, probably ruins your cartridge. Because what will happen is adults, teenagers, don't. But younger kids that did that shit, I'm sure I was guilty of it. When you blew into it, it was like... (laughs) That kind of shit. You're blowing fucking spit in that game. All in it. And that can corrode the board. Yeah. Uh, did you ever have any sort of like NES cleaning or like Sega cleaning techniques as a kid other than blowing in them? A Q-tip. Well, see, I used to dip a Q-tip in alcohol. No, I didn't do the alcohol. I just used a Q-tip. But mm. like a lot of stuff I had like growing up was like secondhand. So we would get, you know, NES cartridges that were legitimately dirty. So, yeah, we would just uh, we would just use a Q-tip or like a, a really thin like washcloth mm-hmm. on the tip and just you know swap it and it worked almost 99 percent of the time i rarely had a, a cartridge fuck up really yeah and the, and the only reason i had a cartridge fucked up is because the battery died inside the cartridge oh yeah and then you had to buy a special star uh it's a torque bit that you have to buy to uh, take it out and there's a built-in battery inside yeah those uh those torque bits are pretty easy to find now but, but I, back I remember then, back in the day no, no, fuck no. they're very prioritized this damn japanese <laughs> that's like a, a that's why uh xbox and uh, playstation have kind of gone backwards and using phillips and uh, flathead screws um not only because of the controller but because people do so much unique things with them oh yeah and it's a lot easier to uh install more uh memory and shit like that you know because mm-hmm. it's just solid state drives in there so you can just swap mm-hmm. one out and it's like bam you got like two terabytes think, of storage uh, if you want there was a guy online he uh redid pokemon cartridges and where he put in uh, uh, extra memory and did the software differently to where you could have two to three save files to choose from instead of just the one nice so it gave you which i love nintendo still has that just the one save file per game which is fucking ruthless as shit when you're trying to play breath of the wild and it's just like oh all that progress you made all that shit you collected all those things you murdered yeah you gotta do it again you get one Fuck save you. you get one save and it's <laughs> really just like, yeah that's what makes Link, Link, Link to the Past a fucking bitch and a half. We'll see. And uh, what we'll be discussing here, and uh, you already saw the title, we'll be talking Mario games, mm-hmm. the lineage of Super Mario, and mm-hmm. uh, homage to the new movie that's going to be coming out here soon, which we'll talk on that a little bit first. But before we get to that, um, I, I forgot why I was leading with that. I went, I We're remember, talking about single saves. Oh, yeah, single saves. Uh, in the Mario games, 
the two that I can think of that I played, three that I can think of, I played the most. Let you have three save files. Mm-hmm. So the original Super Mario, the original Super Mario Brothers, on the NES had, had the single. It had zero. Yeah, you had no save files yeah. on the original. Yeah, and uh, the same thing with uh, two, and then on three there was semi save files. Yeah, so they did the same thing. Uh, I believe Contra had done, which was show up a code real quick because uh, a lot of people could go back there was a way you could do it in the game where you could go back where you left off and by the third game yeah and by the time super mario brothers came out super mario world you had three save files yep for super nintendo yeah super nintendo and that was the shit because you're just like oh fuck here's my here's here's the one i saved to where i'm at the castle at the main castle i'll just keep it there and beat bowser whenever i want to and then there's the ones i'm just exploring yeah and then there's one for like your sister or brother or something and see that's what i did with uh super mario 64 you Mm -hmm. were allowed three save files on that one so the Mm -hmm. main save file was the the grind it out get all the stars as possible and then i used the other ones it's like my friends came over oh have you played super mario no all right cool let me show you start up the brand new save file Mm -hmm. and let them kick it off from the star you know shit like that and the same thing with sunshine and galaxy so yeah, I find that funny that Zelda only lets you have the one. Yeah, I think it adds it adds to the uh, hard hardness level of it. Yeah, and plus you know the whole well like uh, Super Super Nintendo uh, Link to the Past had three, and the Game Boys had three, but like the Switch only has the one save. Yeah, because I think it's because such one it's a massive game, and plus it brings you back to the original game, where like you know Legend of Zelda. Just starts with you meet a guy in a cave, and he's like, "Here, take this. You're gonna need it." Yeah, <laughs> it's like you take 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 this shiv and kill all the animals. That's the best paraphrase ever. Here, take this. You're gonna need it. You're gonna need it. <laughs> but it's a it's a gun. There's a plenty of bullets in the village. They're strung about, my man. Yeah. Just go get them. Keep that motherfucking thing on you. If I was to remake Zelda, that's what it would say. Him just handing him a sword and saying, "Keep this motherfucking thing on you." <laughs> But yeah, and uh, an homage to the new Super Mario Brothers movie, uh, voiced by Chris Pratt uh, mm-hmm. as Mario, and Luigi's going to be played by Charlie Day, yeah. and then Jack Black as Bowser. Which I'm excited for. Dude. I would say the trailer itself, just going to the trailer, uh, Illumination did a fucking fantastic job, just by the look alone. Man, you can tell Nintendo was over their shoulder the entire time going, no, 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 no. No, like this. <laughs> <laughs> Face all fucked up. <laughs> and it it kind of you know it's probably partially thanks to the Sonic movie, I think, because you know the the animation has gotten better throughout the whole whole series of video games, and there are gym video games out movies out there and stuff. And I think that well, be- we did one of uh, the new Mortal Kombat movie that was yes. really good. Yeah, it was great. Uh, the uh, Resident Evil movies are always fun. The you know Silent Hills are always fun. I've heard mixed reviews on the Silent Hill movies. I've the first one them. is fantastic. It's brutal as shit. But uh, the, but like that's that's we've talked about this before about how video games kind of become movies later on in life. But uh, for this series, which is you know a platformer, you're playing one guy and his brother. Sometimes there's a party. Sometimes there's a cart race. You know. <laughs> Sometimes they're meeting interdimensional characters that they have to stomp the shit out of in their hometowns. Like <laughs> Mario's a Mario's just a platforming guy. Yeah. Sometimes he's a doctor. Sometimes he's made of paper. <laughs> you know. <laughs> He's got a paper-thin self-esteem. But uh, sometimes he's dressed as like a raccoon. <laughs> or a cat. Or whatever. Yeah, like, uh, like when I remember playing Mario, Super Mario, uh, Mario 3 
for the NES and hating it because I'm just like, what are all these stupid fucking power-ups and why do I have them? Like, you had a flute. Yeah. It won. I'm just like, that's fucking stupid. That's fucking stupid. But, uh, no, that... It's just a platforming game that's always fun, and mm-hmm. I can speed run the shit out of it. <laughs> but later on, starting, I, I feels like I really remember it starting in um, um, Sunshine, but it got really uh, seen about by Galaxy, which mm-hmm. is having those really crazy detailed opening cutscenes. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I heard that they're going to be making a Mario movie, first thing I thought of was the Super Mario Galaxy intro yeah. where he's hanging out, you know, on that one land and Bowser comes in and basically fucking Age of Ultron's that yeah. shit and just fucking rips her castle off, you know, mm-hmm. the fucking part of the planet. And it's just like, God damn, this is intense yeah. for a beginning of a Mario game. What the fuck? So when we watched the trailer you kind of got vibes of that when it was facing up against the um the penguins mm. and they're all throwing the snowballs and then he's just like all right get the fuck out of the way yeah. and fucking yeah. just annihilates everything and hearing jack black as bowser fucking pitch perfect yeah fucking love it i, know, I love i love the voices so far mm-hmm. um it's gonna be like a fun you know it's gonna be a fun movie uh, yeah. i think i think I'm not expecting like well here's the thing. I'm not though. expecting Lord of the Rings. No, I'm not expecting like true cinema, but here's the thing too. The way people are acting about this movie being like, yeah, it should be just a fun romp movie. You know what they also said that too? The Lego movie. And that turned into a fucking great film. No. You well, don't the, like the Lego movie, I feel. It's, it's for what for what they had to go through to make it. That is fucking brutal. But it is fantastic just because you're seeing everything on imagination level shrunken down to the screen. You got people, you got master. Well, I, well, I was talking about like the whole plot twist at the end and oh. how the whole story was actually what was happening in life. Oh, and no, like I the kids. Le- I like, like the Lego movie. The only thing that bothers me is that fucking song. Well, yeah. But other than that, it's fantastic. It's not out of 10 for me. Like, it's, it's a fun movie. Oh, yeah. Because I just love that, that, oh, it's the craggle. Yeah. And I'm just like, what the fuck is craggle? And it's just crazy glue. Yeah. That's all it is. <laughs> That's the big enemy of the game, of the fucking movie, is crazy Super glue. glue. Super glue. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, Will Ferrell does a great job as playing, you know, because you know what it does, the whole giant boots thing? Mm-hmm. I did that with my Legos. <laughs> I gave my guys, like, giant feet and, like, made them, made them look bigger than their... I used to take the uh, legs... And uh, bend down a second pair of legs and stick him in the back to make him a horseman, like a centaur. <laughs> I used to do that all the time because it looked like a centaur because it kind of fits. But yeah, it's like that's all I did. God damn it, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> but no, so with that though, the the Sonic movies seem to do pretty okay. The Detec- second one did, really did well. Mm-hmm. Detective Pikachu. That was a fun movie. I didn't see it, but I heard decent things. They about they it. went with it. The narrative of that one is not like the original Pokemon movie we saw as kids. Yeah. That's an emotional grind. And this one shows off a lot, like a world within a world of Pokemon. Right. But like they're real, which kind of makes it weird, but the detail on them are fucking fantastic. They look real. They have fur, like the way they do the fur, the way they do some of the other ones and yeah. the way they, it's like, like there's one where Lickitung shows up and you can see like the saliva running down his mouth. And it's just like, what the <laughs> fuck? Yep. And you see that uh, you see like uh, Mr. Mime, and you're like, is that a person? Because as someone who like likes Pokemon, there are characters in the Pokemon universe that are like people, yeah, but yet they're Pokemon, and it's just like, I'm pretty sure Nicki Minaj is not a Pokemon. 
Ew. <laughs> but in the original 150, Jinx looks like Nicki Minaj. Yeah. yeah. We're not going to talk about it. We'll do a Pokemon episode if you want. or Because I know about the first 150. That's oh, all yeah. I really know about. I used about. to be able to name them all. Like, uh, I, like I could did presidents. you know the Pokerap? No. Oh. I don't need that shit. Not a real fan. Not a real fan. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to get back on track to Super Mario because this new movie, for all intents and purposes, looks pretty fucking good. I don't have any complaints about it. Voice cast looks good. Uh, I know a lot of people are kind of talking shit that um, Mario's voice actor wasn't chosen for the role. Um I actually should look him up because I didn't, he he does deserve like credit. He has been the voice of Mario ever since the nineties uh, of uh, the um, since the release of Mario Sound, Mario sixty four. Yeah, yeah, where you actually hear his, hear him talk or like semi talk. Yeah, Charles Martinet. Yeah, yeah. So he voices Mario in everything. He has always been the voice. Well, uh, Chris Pratt. <sighs> I get it. They want to do the Hollywood thing and pick like a popular person. But at the same time, think back to all those Mario games and the way he sounds. It's fun and enjoyable because you hear it every so often. You hear a little bit of dialogue here and there. And the jumps in the what? That's it. Yeah. Sound effects. Imagine an entire hour and a half movie of that dialect. Yeah. It would be so grating to the ears. I'm sure Chris Pratt is just going to do a slight Italian accent. But you know what? I'm cool with that. Because you know what? You know what I'm expecting Luigi to sound like? Fucking Charlie Day maxed out on Always Sunny in Philadelphia. When he's having to do his Charlie work and he's getting all fucking wigged out about Pepe with the mail fraud. That's what I expect expect to hear from Luigi. And that's going to be fun. I don't expect anything different. Not my skin is made of spiders. <laughs> <laughs> Although one person seems to have a lot to say about the casting. John Leguizamo. Yes. I love John Leguizamo in movies. He's fantastic. He makes a great villain. He makes a great uh, uh, segue character. Like he bears in John Wick. He, he provides the best exposition we've ever heard about a fucking anti-hero in a movie. He's like, you touched his car, you dumb motherfucker. Now we have exposition. That's all he had to do. And now he's up his own ass talking about, oh, what you know, you need someone of Italian descent or someone who sounds Italian to play Mario, which, as I recall, he played Luigi. Yes. And he is not Italian. No, he is not. He played in Romeo and Juliet, and I do not recall that he is Sicilian. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's 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 this leeway where people forgot what acting was on some things. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, fuck them. And see, and, and here's uh, uh, it 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 just really annoys me because he's saying that he feels like he's the only one that knows how to truly do this character. And as you said, that's such a non-diverse cast and all this other stuff. And you really need, you know, someone of Italian descent to play, you know, he, he's, he's pitching for himself to play Luigi, which means he's got his eyes on Charlie day. Mm -hmm. He's, he's calling out Charlie without saying his name. Mm -hmm. He's just saying casting. Do you know why he's not calling Charlie out by name? 
because Charlie Day is fucking Italian. Yeah. I looked that up because I'm just like, oh shit. Well, maybe if like, you know, like, what, what, what is his background? Charlie Day's background is he's Italian. But like even that. I'm just it, like, what the fuck? It doesn't matter. They're fictional characters. It's voice work. Yes, I do get that. And, and because it's like, you know, hell, one of the most popular bratty boys in teen, in, on TV history is voiced by a girl. Yeah. So it's like, yes, it's voice acting. You can do whatever the fuck you want. But at the same time, it's like, if he's trying to get on his high horse about the fucking, you know, heritage of the voice actors, get off Charlie's dick. That's, but that's, that's, the, that's kind of indicative of all this new thing coming about. Yeah. Of, oh, no, we need... You know, we need uh, exposure for these characters. You do. And if you actually talk to some of those people who actually want to see themselves on the big screen, mm-hmm. like, let's say, uh, wheelchair-bound people, there was a show called Glee. Yeah. He got so much hell, and he refu- now he refuses to play the wheelchair kid. But now the disabled community is coming out saying, no, you need to play it because you made that role. Mm-hmm. He's not disabled. Tom Hanks isn't mentally challenged, but he played Forrest Gump. Yeah. He did f- fucking fantastic. <laughs> he did. He did fucking fantastic. And, like, it, it kind of ruins the whole aspect of what acting is, which you're playing a role. You're a fictional person. Yeah. Now, I can understand some things. Like, I wouldn't want Mel Gibson to play Shaka Zulu or some shit. Like, <laughs> that makes fucking sense. But, yeah. like, I got someone like Phil Lamar playing a Japanese samurai. In an animated cartoon. Sounds and he did all right it. to me. Sounds all right to me. I got uh, George Orwell doing the voice of fucking Unicron, a planet-eating robot. He's not a planet-eating robot. He's a fat man. But like, he's not a planet-eater. He might be. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if he engulfed a universe and died. <laughs> but like... You know, you're 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 kind of painting yourself in a box when you're looking for some of these characters. Yeah, and it's and it's fucking ridiculous. No, it it really is ridiculous. Like, there's no reason in the voice acting community. It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't. really fucking doesn't. No, especially when as uh, long as it's believable. Especially when Mario is an Italian plumber created by a Japanese guy from overseas. So it's just like you you've got enough mix here. Let's just calm down some. And in the beginning like in the beginning. In the beginning. He was an Italian plumber fighting a princess stealing ape. Yes. It, that makes perfect sense, the eighties. <laughs> Yeah, when that came out, just like, oh, what is he doing? Oh, man, my bitch Annie, you know, he took her, or whatever her fucking name was, was it Rose or Penelope or some shit? Uh, Penelope, yeah. Penelope. This this redhead bitch fucking ran off, and now he has to go save her, and became one of the most addictive fucking arcade games of all time. (laughs) Well, just a quick little bit of history here. Uh, He was created by Shikiro Miramoto, Mm -hmm. um, and his first debut was in the arcade Donkey Kong in 1981. (laughs) We had a little debate right before that, because I was looking at a different page, and I was just like, well, it says 83 here. I was looking at the NES release. And he was just like, no, no. (laughs) And... um, but yeah, but then he wound up getting his uh, first major debut with his own game in, let's see, pull that up here, 
1985 in Japan, and then uh, everywhere else in 87 on mm. the original Nintendo system. Yeah. But before that, uh, you had your Mario Brothers arcade game mm. where you were kind of jumping around, kicking the uh, turtles off the platforms. Yeah, they actually, uh, that was actually, they used the original platform of a game called Joust, where your characters are riding ostriches. Mm-hmm. But like, it was the same format as that game. Oh, sorry. It was Pauline, yeah, not Pauline. Penelope. It was Pauline. I always got that wrong too. I was wanting to correct. That. You always forget your first bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he's, not Bill, he's not Bill Clinton. He doesn't remember wrong. <laughs> but it's interesting though. So before Mario had his first official platformer on the NES, uh, also on the NES, uh, there or just like other games, he was in Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Junior, mm-hmm. um, uh, just a regular game called Pinball Golf. Donkey Kong 3, uh, Wrecking Crew, and all of those games feature Mario, but aren't Mario games. Yes. So by this point, Nintendo saw that they had a character on their hands, and they're just like, we're going to put him in everything, even if it's not an actual Mario yeah. game. And what's funny is like, just like the culture of you know going into it. In the 80s, you have... You know the resurgence of kaiju stuff, uh-huh. and Donkey Kong is actually just a version of King Kong mm-hmm. because they it was actually a spelling mistake. Well, no, it wasn't a spelling mistake. So they wanted to, so it wound up being a translation error. Donkey Kong in their translation means stupid ape, mm-hmm. and that's what they considered Donkey Kong to be: stupid ape. That's why he stole the princess, throwing the barrels. He's just a stupid ape. So when they wanted to just call it Kong, mm. so through that, that's when they got their copyright strike. And they were like, okay, we're just going to call it Donkey Kong. Yeah. And at that point, it's when it was able to slip through. They tried hitting them still on the spelling, but fair use played through on that. So no, it, it wasn't an actual spelling thing. They wanted to name it Kong, but they but then it immediately got shut the fuck down in their location. This is one of Kong. like only three franchises I can think of mm-hmm. where a side character ends up integrating its original character into its cast. There's only a handful of games I could probably think of that do this. Uh, another one is Chrono Trigger. And another one is um, Golden Sun, where they integrate si- uh, original characters as side characters later on. Hell yeah. But, uh, they, they, like, I remember seeing Donkey Kong in the arcades, like the little ones you could go to. And it would still be popular. Like, it would still be there. Oh, yeah. But, but, but then, you know, growing up, I remember, you know, because I grew up with just the SNES. But the NES one was always a go-to because my buddy had it yeah. and we'd put that in because you could speed run that fucking game because you remember that fucking controller oh yeah you just hold down that b button press go and it's fucking done oh you're talking about donkey kong or the original super mario the original super mario brothers okay yeah no donkey kong donkey kong had you, you needed to you needed to know what the fuck you were doing oh yeah you get smashed <laughs> and i'd be remiss if i didn't mention on the super mario episode that the american version of super mario brothers 2 is not the original Super Mario Brothers yep. 2. So that was originally, I, I believe, a game called Doki Doki Panic mm-hmm. in the Japanese, or Japan rather. And then when they were creating Super Mario 2, it looked exactly like Super Mario 1, 
just really fucking hard. So, like, if you've seen Hot Ones, it's mm-hmm. like jumping from, like, the first one to the bomb yeah. immediately. <laughs> it was just no. like, oh, fuck, what is this? And the American branch of Nintendo sent a memo back to the Japan team that was working on the game was just like, uh, hey. This game's fucking hard. Yeah, this is really, like, hard. And they're like, well, we're releasing it over here. We're like, well, cool, but um, I don't think we're going to release it here. And they're like, you have to release a Mario game. They're like, you got to figure out something else, man. This is too hard. So they took the game, Doki, I believe it was called Doki Doki Panic, and then they reskinned just the main characters. Mm-hmm. That's it. They reskinned uh, the four selectable characters at the very beginning of the game, and then I think they like implemented like the mushrooms and coins. That was it. Mm-hmm. Enemies like Birdo and other things, and the mice and the bombs, all of that shit that was in that game came from Doki Doki Panic. No. So all of a sudden, by happenstance, they get a brand new roster of like all these enemies to mess around yeah. with. Yeah, they're, they're, that's another thing about the Mario game was the uh, enemies evolution. Because, you know, we get Goombas mm-hmm. in the first Koopas. one. Koopas. But we get uh, Goombas in the first one, which are like a little mushroom ones that you just stomp on. Yep. And then during that game, I think on the second level, you finally meet, you know, Turtle. Well, you meet Turtle on the first days, too. Yeah, but uh, mainly I remember the Goombas because it's always, remember, it's always spurts of three. Yep. And then it's like it got you used to, you know, it, it taught you how to just like basically hop on top of three, like do a triple kill. But I, I can just imagine Mario now, just like with Cod, just like <laughs> triple kill, <laughs> <laughs> quad kill, hundred kill, you know, just like just you just murdering people and just Bowser's like, oh my God, he's killing so much things. <laughs> And I remember, I remember some of the uh, what bothered me about some of the game was uh, you were talking about Birdo, mm-hmm. weirdest fucking thing that doesn't quite fit the 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 whole vibe of the game was this thing with a hole in its face. Yeah, and it's like it doesn't and it's shot fit. eggs. It doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. I don't like it. <laughs> I fucking hate it. And it was just like it was like you know later on in some of the other games we start seeing like wizards and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The game gets fucking ridiculous after that. And it's like in the properties of each of the characters were the same properties of the original characters in the Doki game. Mm -hmm. So, like, how Mario was just kind of like base standard jumps, height, Mm -hmm. uh, length of jump if you're running, everything else. And then how Luigi's, it's like when you hold down the button, his legs wiggle and it kind of gives him an extra little boost. Uh, Peach kind of can float in the air a little bit. Yeah, because she's got an umbrella and a dress. Yeah, but but Toad, like, fell a lot faster, but he had, like, a further jump, but, Mm -hmm. like, it was heavier. All of those mechanics were the original character selections from Doki, but if you played, like, Super Smash Bros. Melee, you saw that one of Peach's moves is when she jumps, she can hover. Yeah. So it's like, it's just one of those interesting things that like something that was just kind of semi-handed to them is like a fine, here you go. Yeah. So many of those little things have continued to persevere to this day. Yeah. Well, it kind of, it kind of happens the same with Mega Man and Contra because there's a couple uh, uh, elements that were used over and then they put it in Contra 3 Alien Wars for yeah. Super Nintendo and it's just like, that's a Mega Man villain. Holy shit, I just killed a Mega Man. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got Super Mario 3, which seems to be the most popular out of the original three. Yeah, that that was okay. I remember they, I think they ported it over to SNES. They did, and the uh, we'll, we'll get to that one. No, but uh, it was okay. I, I played it on the SNES more, mm-hmm. and it was just a weird game. 
It so, did, it, of all the other ones, it just felt weird. So out of the three, Super Mario 1, 2, and 3, uh, what do you consider your favorite out of the, that like a, first little bunch? Fucking like 1. Number one. Number one, because I can just go blow, blow through it so fucking fast. I've kind of teetered between one and three because one was always the most elusive for me. Mm. One was the first platformer I played, but after, because my family moved around a lot, and mm. the only person that had that system was my aunt. So when we moved out of town further away from my aunt, I didn't have access to the game anymore. And by this point, it was like Super Nintendo and Nintendo 64 phase. So I got a brand new Nintendo 64 with Super Mario 64, mm. and then nothing else. Like, she wasn't going to get the old system. Yeah, there's no reason to. Nothing else had that original Mario game mm. for the longest time. And then Game Boy started releasing their games. Yeah. But it was Super Mario 2. And Super Mario 3 and Super Mario World. The first game was still elusive. So, I played Super Mario 3 a lot more on my Game Boy mm. when that got released. I played the fuck out of that game. But I think I've put in more hours with the first one, and I feel like I have more in an attachment to it because it's like when I finally got my hands on it, it was like the... <gasps> I get to play this again. Oh my God, yes. I've been wanting this game ever since I was a kid, like a child again. Even though I was in like my late teens when I got it, or like my early teens, it was still like, I've not played this game in so long, it feels like. <laughs> so I don't know. It's really hard for me to pick between the first one and the third one. I, I know the third one better, but I think I had just such a longing infinity for that first one that it still just kind of holds that extra place in my heart. Yeah, in a weird way. No, I understand that. Like, but it's all about what you had yeah. growing up too. So, like, I went from a Super Nintendo to a fucking GameCube. Yeah, see, and that's why doing this episode is going to be really fun because my systems were NES, Nintendo sixty four, and GameCube. Yeah. So you had Super Nintendo and GameCube. So yeah. we kind of. Uh, cross back and forth on that song. Yeah, like we, I, the first video game system I ever used was NES, but it was because my buddy had it. Mm -hmm. It wasn't mine. So when we played, we would play Super Mario Brothers, but then we would stop and play like Friday the 13th. Yeah. Or like some other fucking ridiculously hard game. <laughs> that, you know, uh, I think Jacqueline Hyde was a game we played. That was super fucking hard. And we knew people who had Super Nintendos. We knew kids that had Segas. And we are just like, okay, well, our parents will get us one one day. Who gives a shit? Yeah. But uh, my yeah. dad, the only reason my dad got a Super Nintendo, I think, was because there was two games out at the time. It was uh, Madden 95. And there was uh, NCAA College Basketball 92. And granted, if anybody gets this chance, look this game up, the NCAA basketball game. It's got the weirdest fucking POV ever for a basketball game because it's all, all basketball games are side to side yeah you know what no this is down the court back and up down the court back up. and it's so visceral to play it with these little fucking 16-bit people and oh, I'm just that's like, weird yeah that's really fucking weird yeah that's and weird. like no other game does it anymore it's fucking shitty <laughs> no my my experience with the super nintendo was very few far in between because um when my aunt got married to her husband at the time, he had a Sega and a Super Nintendo. And he had a Super Mario World, 
which is the one that your favorite game. He had that one. So I remember playing that some, but since he also had the original Nintendo that my yeah. aunt had, I like playing that more because I was used to the physics and the mechanics of the original Super Mario yeah, more. That so, game's, that game's so a lot with, built, built a lot simpler. Yes, with World, there was a lot more scooting and like a lot more fluid motion. I was a lot more used to the, as soon as you stop, you fucking stop kind of thing. Not take the extra three steps or whatever. And the, the power-ups were simpler. Much simpler. So I didn't spend as much time with that, but that was, and we'll save this for another episode if we can keep doing these, um, but that was also the same time when I found my love for the original Sonic games because he had a Genesis. Mm -hmm. So playing like the original Sonic 2 or Sonic and Knuckles, that kind of shit, along with like the original Super Nintendo, those are my only experiences with those consoles. After that, I never owned a Sega console again. I never owned a Super Nintendo until uh, we have the uh, flashback system that got released, the HDMI version. So, no, that was my first time actually putting my hands on anything Super Nintendo official Mm. since I was an early, young, young kid. And when I mean young kid, I mean like four and five. That kind of shit. So, we grew up with it around when I was like five or six because I remember my sister was born around that time. And we we had it. And I remember just trying out. Later, when I was like 10 and 11, back when you know I was in the video store more, trying out every fucking SNES game they had. Uh, Terminator versus RoboCop, fucking Contra 3, Final Fantasy 3, <clears throat> all these fucking games. Uh, Mega Man, all the fucking Mega Man games. Uh, Legend of Zelda, you know, that was my first, that was my first, you know, RPG game which got me hooked because there's so much you can do holy shit it's an entire world you know it's a sandbox and mario is a sandbox when it comes to super nintendo because you know you're you can hop around you go to you start in Do- uh, yoshi's island then go to donut island and you just you know just progress out or you could cheat like i did and take star world straight to the fucking end and just beat the piss out the game <laughs> that's son what, of a bitch that's how i play the game because I, I man fuck i'm not traveling to these woods there's a forest i have to go through fuck that shit i'll kill everything and in, in then the arguments start when you start getting a, a younger adult because i remember tw- when i was like 25 arguing with grayson flipping about how many fucking lives i could get i said i can get 99 no you can't Oh, okay, put a quarter in the machine, motherfucker. Let's see what happens. <laughs> like, I'm just sitting there playing an original Super Nintendo, not the HDMI, but an original yeah. console on a cord, sitting on a coffee table with my buddies, fucking burning one down. I'm just like, done, done, <laughs> done. I would, I would, because you in the levels, that was that's what made the original Super Mario hard. It wasn't a lot of extra lives. Well, see, there you could on the very first level, but that's it. Yep, there was a good glitch you could get on that one. But so the average with, of extra lives on Super Nintendo is five, right? On each level. So with so at least on the original game, uh, I think on the very first level, uh, there's a turtle that's jumping down some pil- uh, like blocks. Mm-hmm. If you time your jump just right, you'll keep bouncing him off of the side of the block timing it with your actual mount yeah. and if you just keep doing that yeah. it'll rack up the bonus and it, i think if you hit like i think it's five times in a row you get a one up mm. and it's every time you hit it after that it's another one up yeah. so you could just ride that thing out all the way to 99 and then you're like yoink <laughs> so super mario world super mario world had a mechanic where if you killed 12 characters in a row you would get a one up. Thirteen is a two up. 
14 is a 4 Okay, so they boosted the number yeah, a little yeah. bit. So, and then if you cross the uh, cross the pillars with Yoshi with a fucking purple shell in its mouth, he spits out a life. If you get rack up 100 points on the rails, you go to the bonus level where you could rack in 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 12. 12 fucking extra lives. And it's ridiculous. And I just sat there. I didn't even make it. I didn't even make it all the way through uh, uh, Donut Island. I had 97. And I'm just like, do you want me to keep going? Because <laughs> if I'm just racking lives, that's all I'm going to do. I'm just yeah. keep racking lives. My favorite thing was finding the bricks. Yes. That was my shit because uh, in the original game, you have the yellow brick. The standard yellow brick. Classic. And it carries on into 64. Um, but you don't really see them again, the multicolored bricks, until later on. Yeah. Until Mario Galaxy, which I kind of hated, they got rid of because, mm-hmm. like, I remember if you what was the yellow brick? Uh, coins. Uh, yellow brick uh, exclamation point with the uh, with the uh, no the question mark. Oh, that that's just a regular old. It, you, you could get like a power up. Yeah, mushroom. Yeah. And well, then, well, any sort of power yeah. uh, mushroom, star, uh, flower, uh, any, any, any standard thing. But yeah. if you got a green brick. It in, was a, in Mario 64, it was Metal Mario. Okay. But in the original Super Mario Brothers, the green brick was a feather. Okay. The uh, the pink brick was a random. Mm. And it would just pop out and change colors. And <laughs> it, would, it would change between a feather, a star, a yeah. mushroom, or a flower. And then you got a blue brick. And, then mm-hmm. you got, and you needed these to kind of progress in the game in a really fucked up way. And... I remember doing that, and a friend of mine's mom watching me play this. Mm-hmm. She's like, you don't have all the bricks. Oh, I'm still going to get it. Don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. Watch me hop. And she's just like stressing, like watching someone play Mario Maker. <laughs> and she's like, and I'm just like muscle memorying this shit. Like, <laughs> not even looking down. I'm just muscle memory because yeah. we did it with uh, when everybody was here. And I'm just like, the first oh, and just like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God damn. Five lives, motherfucker. I will kill again. <laughs> no, I put in a lot of hours on this one, too, because, again, uh, a lot of my exposure to these early Mario games, because, as I mentioned, she got me the 64 and only the new consoles moving forward, so I didn't have a chance to really play the old shit until I bought them on my own. Mm-hmm. So a lot of my availability of playing these games were the Super... Uh, like there was the Game Boy Advance editions, and it was like the Super Mario Advance 1, 2, 3, and 4... But, like, Super Mario Advance 1 was Super Mario 2 mm. from NES. Yeah. Super Mario Advance 2 was Super Mario World. Yeah. I think. No, it's, it's fucking confusing. It, it, yes. And, and it all jumped around back and forth, so none of the numbers lined up. But I do remember one of them, by chance, happened to be the Super Mario World game. And I played that one more than the Mario 3. I played Mario 3 because it was just fun and nostalgic. Mm-hmm. Oh, first console game. This one, though, after getting over those weird mechanics, not liking it as a kid, this game never left my Game Boy. Yeah. Like As soon as I turned on my Game Boy, this is what was on it. And this is how I was rocking it out. So it was, it was weird. Even though I didn't have the experience on Super Nintendo... Everything you were, that's why I was just letting you ride because I quote everything you just said. Mm. I was the exact same way, muscle memorying that shit, fucking car rides at home. I had the fucking GameCube sitting on my shelf. I was laying on my bed playing my Game Boy or the Game Boy Player. 
on the GameCube. Mm-hmm. You play in that fucking game all fucking day, dude. That was yeah. my shit. I love that game. See, the problem I had with the when the SP came out. Well, what, hold on, fool. We get to get to the game. Well, hold on, because like, I used advanced games, but like you had the the Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance. Uh, the problem I had was when they did the retro series with the Advance, the Game Boy Advance. It was all the shitty ones that was available to buy. Like I played. Uh, Legend of Zelda 2, Link's, Awa- Link's Adventure. That's a terrible game. And it's fucking hard for no fucking reason. And I remember some of the, trying to find a Super Mario Brother. That's one thing I didn't play on Game Boy was Super Mario games. Yeah. I didn't like them. I didn't like the way they're set up. I didn't like looking at a tiny fucking screen trying to play something I played at home on a television. And it's a lot harder. Yeah. And I didn't like it. But like Game Boy Advance, you know, started getting triggers and shit. And I'm just like, in a wider screen. Yeah. And I'm just like, nope, it's still shit. I don't like it. I fucking don't like it. Because remember, like, all the peripheral bullshit you needed for Game Boys just to make it look good? Oh, God. Like, well, before, well, before well, the SP? we'll get the Game Boys. I'm, we'll I'm, get I'm, the Game Boys. I was, I'm just saying, it's just, it's, <laughs> I don't consider the Game Boy good Mario content. So, trust me, we'll do an actual Game Boy episode. We'll talk about Game Boys in this episode also. We'll smash them. Yes. <laughs> I'll buy a Game Boy Pocket Crystal and just no, smash the shit out. No, no. Fuck you. Fuck you. Alex will be tied to a chair. Cap, no. Cap will be like crying in the back. Oh, I don't like this. Cap won't know what the fuck it is. <laughs> but he'll be the one with the gun. <laughs> so he'll be crying. You shoot him in the knee if he comes at me. Uh, shortly after Super Mario World, we did get Mario Paint. Yeah, did you ever was, play that one? I played it later in life. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, it's fun. Yeah. And we also got the birthplace of one of the most popular Mario games ever. The first version, Super Mario Kart. Yeah. Did you play that one at all? I'm not a Mario Kart person. Oh, I don't like racing games. I am a Mario Kart fiend. I bought the season pass to Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, so I get all the new tracks that are coming so, out. Dude, I will play the fuck out of Mario Kart. The first Kart. one I ever saw was on Super Nintendo. I didn't like it. I didn't yep, like that was it. this one. Yeah, I don't like playing it. Really? I'm not a Super Mario Kart. Like when the Switch came out and the Wii came out and you got the steering wheel and all this shit, everybody's like, oh man, Chris, play the Mario Kart game with us. And I played one level. I won it. And I didn't want to play it anymore no because I'm just like, I don't like racing games. I told you guys I don't fucking like this shit. Leave me the fuck alone, God. How about we play Call of Duty? <laughs> <laughs> I want to shoot some motherfuckers. Uh, no, I got very little experience with this uh, at all. I didn't. Uh, my aunt and uncle didn't have this one on their system. Uh, it never really got re-released on any of the Game Boy games. Uh, I got experience with this... One time with a friend that had the console, we played a few rounds, and I didn't like it then. But then, most recently, with the new HDMI ports, I got to play it again. And it still sucks. I do not like this game. And I feel so bad for folks that had this game. Because there were other... Like, I know you're not a racing game fan, but for the original NES, there was a game called... um, Pro, or I think it was called Ro- Racing Pro Am or something like that. For what ba- system? Do what? For what system? Uh, the original Nintendo. NES. NES. Okay. Uh, I've got it upstairs. It's a fun game. I think it's called Ro- Racing Pro Am or something like that. And basically, you're racing uh, little RC cars. Okay. And it's fun as hell. It's great. This Super Mario Kart is not fun. Yeah. It's clunky. The mechanics are weird. It doesn't drive right. I don't know. I did not enjoy this game. Yeah, I, did, I don't. I never got into it. The only racing game I liked was the ending level of Super Monkey Ball 2. 
And then shortly after that is now what we get to talk about, talking about those bad ports. Super Mario All-Stars. So Super Mario All-Stars. Oh, no, I had that one. Yes. So, so what this was is Super Mario 1, 2, and 3 re-released into one cartridge for the Super Nintendo with all updated graphics and mechanics to mimic Super Mario World. Trash. Absolute garbage. This, I did not... This also was very elusive for a long time, the Super Mario All-Stars. And I finally got to play it, and... I remember, like, all my friends had that game. It felt so weird playing the original NES Super Mario Mm. Brothers... With those graphics, yeah. like recognizing the like the layout of the like knowing the lay of the land mm. with those graphics, it felt really off and really weird. No, no bueno, mind. I did find out later on in life though that these Game Boy ports I've been talking about are All Star ports. Mm-hmm. So I was playing the All Star version of Super Mario 3 and Super Mario 2 on the Game Boy. So I thought that was interesting. And one thing to note, though, in All-Stars, they did create a mechanic that was specific to that, uh, I think for Super Mario 3, which was the item save system. So if you got an abundance of items, you could actually save them in like a dock Mm -hmm. to use right before you went into a stage. So that was kind of an interesting little addition. But no, outside of that, I I really was not a fan of All-Stars. Yeah, so I remember having All-Stars just getting frustrated with it. Yeah. Because, you know, you get the different characters and stuff, and it's just like, Street Fighter does this. Because Street well, there Fi- weren't extra characters. Yeah, but like Street Fighter did this, where they would make Street Fighter Two, and then it would come out like a week later, Street Fighter Two Turbo, and it's just like, what the fuck is different? And it's just like, oh no, there's a Turbo system in it, or no, there's something just a little tweak. The Turbo graphics card is in it. Yeah, there's just, just a little tweak in it. I'm just like, what is All Star about this? Yeah, nothing. All the updated graphics. Nothing. Not a goddamn thing. It looks like Super Mario World. Everyone loves Super Mario World, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. It pissed me off when I played the Super Mario World part, and it was trash. And uh, shortly after that, we also on the uh, we got Mario and Wario. That game. Those were weird games. Warriors. It was a, a puzzle platformer game. Yeah, yeah. and uh, around that time I had Dr. Mario. I remember having both those games. Uh-huh. I mean, that was just like popping pills and dropping. It was Tetris. <laughs> and pills. And actually, fun, uh, I, I was looking this up. You actually got to use the uh, the mouse peripheral that was mm-hmm. used for Mario Paint. Yeah. And uh, it looks like it was an only... Uh, so I think you probably played a port or probably a, uh, a download of this game because this was actually a Famicom exclusive on uh, over in Japan. No, this was a red and white cartridge that I got from... Uh, it was an EB Games. Uh, no, no, ENG Games in Statesville. It ended up becoming the GameStop, but it was a... a Everything pro- becomes a GameStop. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and, a, and a CVS <laughs> or a Walgreens. But... Uh, no, uh, he had the cartridge, and I bought it because uh, I'd saved up, and I was just like, I, I want to still buy NES, SNES games, and it was a red and white cartridge. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember playing it on the television. Well, if it was a red and white cartridge, that was a uh, Japan. Yeah. So. yeah, so there are a handful of cartridges that are just off-color. Yeah. Like, you had the black cartridges, which were usually games that were going to get banned, but you did have the red and white cartridges that were ported over, translated, 
and then stamped by Nintendo. And then you had the bootleg ones, which were off gray. Yeah. That didn't have the Nintendo engraving on the casing. Those were fun because you didn't know if they worked or not. <laughs> and then later on that year, uh, we got Donkey Kong Country in 1994. Me and Cap sat here and played that fucking game, and he was stoked. Oh, yeah. Donkey Kong Country was really fun. Yeah. There was a short time, though, when Rare, when they did Donkey Kong mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and Konami and stuff. Like, yeah. Or just, like, try to do exclusively Sega stuff, and it just it fucked everything up. Yeah. So uh, it's a, we could do a Donkey Kong episode if we wanted, but no. So I figured it was at least important to mention that you know Donkey Kong Country did come out around that time, and uh, in '95 we got Super Mario World Two, Yoshi's Island. See, I don't like the Yoshi Island games. I didn't either. Uh, Cap turned me on to them because we have the HD Super Nintendo, Super Nintendo, and we sat here and played a little bit of it. And I'm just like, I, when I was a kid, I probably wouldn't have liked it. Even though, like, you know, you had your mainstay games growing up when it came to the older systems. Uh And I imagine you had the mainstays with 64 because of the cartridges and stuff. But that wasn't one I would ever want. No. Mine was strictly Street Fighter, Zelda, and Mario. And maybe Killer Instinct if no one fucked it up. So, uh, I I guess it would just be kind of... It feels like only one good Mario game came out for the Super Nintendo then, which was Mario World. Yeah. Well, for us... Like, yes. there are people who are diehard Mario Kart fans. Yeah. And I, and I, I respect well, so it. So, not that game, though. I don't feel like there's a lot of things for that game. Yeah, there actually is a, a big a big push for that. Uh, I ended up going to the Mothlight in Asheville, and they were having a whole fucking tournament with fucking SNES. Four controllers, like, just lit the fuck up. And the SNES only allowed two. You might be thinking yeah. Nintendo no, 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 64. Had a, no, it was two consoles. Okay. Two consoles and two TVs. Got it. Got it. Got because it. Because then they had then the guy came in. They did their they did that and then brought in two N sixty fours and then two guys are on each console doing Mario Kart on sixty four. Got it. And then they were going to bring in the uh, the Wii mm-hmm. because they had the nunchucks. The, yeah. Well, they had the, oh, steer, the steering wheels. Yeah. Everyone they had their own. They brought their own steering wheels. Which I thought <laughs> of course they did. I'm just like I'm playing like Turtles in Time <laughs> with my buddy. And I'm just like, you got any more quarters? Nah, man. I'm, I bought too much beer. <laughs> and then the glorious year of 1996, the Nintendo 64 was leashed upon North America with the title of Super Mario 64 with it. And I will tell you, man. PlayStation was better. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. I hate you. Fuck you and your PlayStation and your Xbox and all that bullshit. Because this right here, Super Mario 64, has to be my number one, not even Mario game, my number one favorite game. This to me epitomized the idea of I like video games. Because I remember getting the Nintendo 64 for Christmas. And with that, she included uh, Mario Kart, Namco Museum, which yeah. had a whole bunch of the old uh, arcade games. Like Pac-Man and shit like that. Yeah. Doug. And uh, my stepfather picked out Cruising USA. Mm-hmm. So we had those games starting out. So Mario Kart, Namco Museum, and Cruising USA. And I remember a few weeks later, we took a trip over to the Blockbuster, and they were renting out Nintendo 64 games. And I remember seeing the commercial, specifically, oddly enough, and you can find it on YouTube, the Mario Got Milk commercial. 
I remember yep. that as clear as day where motherfucker jumps out of the TV, raises the fucking ca- uh, cabinet, drinks the milk, and then jumps back in the TV. It's weird fucking commercial. But I remember seeing that and being like, I want to play that game. Sure as shit, it was at Blockbuster, and she rented it for me. And finally, after like the third time of renting it, she finally bought it for me because it's like, we kept getting like late fees because I was just like not wanting to give it back. Because mm. the bullshit thing was, is like I would get to a certain point in the game, then I would have to return it and I would lose the save file because the save file is saved on the cartridge. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and they would wipe the fucking yeah. cartridge every time they got it in. So I had to work from scratch. So finally I begged and begged and begged and she finally got it for me. And I got to ask her, because I'll probably be seeing her sometime this weekend or next weekend, what she thought after she got me that game. Mm-hmm. Because I know that was a turning point. That was like the moment I realized I really like games. And I remember locking my, not literally, but just locking myself in my room for hours and hours playing that game. Alex, what are you doing? Play Mario. You need to come eat. One minute. Eat now. I can't. I'm going to listen. But the thing was that she's like, the cool mom that like kind of stayed updated with technology and she's like bullshit you have a save file now save it because <laughs> she knew on the old systems you didn't have save files she knew we did now and she's like bullshit save it i know you have the save file i'm like god damn, damn it <laughs> no, like, like like you know i haven't had much experience with the 64 the first game i actually played on the n64 was south park's turkey shoot um and that was wild but uh I just don't like the controller. But uh, I remember watching friends play it. I remember growing up, though, I think it was like uh, probably third grade, a handful of kids had it, um, had the 64. And there was all this speculation going around. And it wasn't until recently I watched that thing, all these videos about it. But it's like, oh, no, you could get Luigi. You could yes. do all this. And then you start, like, there's this one girl on YouTube. She's sitting with this dude. And he's trying to do the uh, backwards jump up the stairs, and he can't do it. And he just like hands the controller to her, and, and she just like, knocks it out like, one take. Bun. And he's just like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> and and I remember, I remember thinking like, "Yeah, I can imagine that it would just be fucking brutal because the internet is just now starting to get popular, and like all these people just doing these blogs and forums, just like, oh no, there's an extra star. Oh no, there's a blue star. Oh no, if you play the game like this, you could get Yoshi, or you play the game like this, you can get Luigi. And I'm just like, that is so much fun. And that is one of the reasons why it drew me in so much. Because I remember playing the other Mario games, and it's like, there were certain fun things you could figure out. Like, if you hit the right item block, all of a sudden, you got like a Jack and the Beanstalk thing all the way yeah. up in the sky, and you got like bonus coins and all this other shit. So, there was always fun little Easter eggs to be found. And Mario 64, it felt like there was no way... There was this much world in this cartridge, yeah. yet you kept peeling back all these layers, finding all these hidden little things, and it's like, it kind of, to the kid's imagination mm-hmm. that you're just proving wrong every which way, you start kind of believing, well, shit, anything could be possible in these games. Yeah. So you start believing, oh, wow. Maybe if I do play this game the right way, I can get Luigi. Because we found out there is Lu- there there is Yoshi. If you get all the stars, you get the cannon. You can shoot up to the top of the uh, castle, and fucking Yoshi's up there. 
Luigi's got to be here too. Yeah. You know what? Why would Yoshi be here and not Luigi? Oh my God, we've got to find him. Where's my brother? You know, so it's like you go on this thing where all of a sudden, because you're going on the fool's mission of trying to find Luigi, you wind up finding all the other little secrets. Yeah. And that only adds to it because some of those secrets you probably wouldn't find unless you were trying to grind to find Luigi yeah. or Yoshi or some other little hidden myth. And then all of a yeah. sudden it's like, oh, there's a hidden item box here. And then you do the other crazy thing. So, no, th- that game just really opened up that world of imagination of just, like, video games can be a lot of fucking fun. And there can be a lot of hidden gems in it. Yeah, we kind of skipped over it, but I played it later in life. And you talk about a Mario game with a lot of hidden shit in it. Mario and the Seven Stars. Did you ever play oh, that? Oh, the RPG. Okay, so this game is either really, really liked by Mario fans or really, really fucking hated because Square Enix got involved with this fucking game. And it is a it is a turn-based, you know, RPG game. Yeah. But fuck, the graphics were fantastic for an NES, for an SNES game. And I remember playing that game and there's so much little shit in that game as Easter eggs. And then you see people go and play it. It's like, there's a guy who speedruns that game and it either pisses people off or they're just like there's no way in hell his fingers are fast enough to yeah. do that one move and because it, you know the game stops and you start doing one-on-one turn turn-based fighting and well you start collecting people while you're going bowser's one of the people you go against but then you collect him in your party you are mine bitch. Yeah, but, but yeah it's like a pokemon game almost but you end up fighting a final fantasy character and keep in mind this is before Smash Brothers. Yeah. They fight Bahumet, which is in the Final Fantasy 2. And I'm just like, he just shows the fuck up with the seven stars. And people just lost their fucking shit because there's no way in hell you can beat them. You don't have power-ups. You don't have nothing. And it's just like you watch these people play this game. And uh, Osborne is the one who turned me on to this game. But he still had the Nintendo Power Magazine that showed you how to beat him. Oh shit! So he whipped that motherfucker out when Grayson showed up with the SNES. He had Legend of the Seven Stars. We'll put it in. Let's see what we got. And then I'm just like, I have an emulator, <laughs> and we can put a code in. Yeah, where you get all the characters at once. <laughs> it's like it just beat the shit out the game. Well, say I'm glad you brought that up because yeah, I completely forgot about that one. And and you saw me kind of feverishly scrolling through my list. It's not a popular game. It well, I was sitting here going, I was like. I couldn't have overlooked that. Did they not include it on the list? It was sandwiched in between Donkey Kong Country 2 and Donkey Kong Country 3. Mm-hmm. And each one of those also have long secondary names. Yeah. So it was sandwiched in between like a bunch of fucking long titles. Because that one, Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars, which takes up a little bit of space. <laughs> yeah, I think this was back when, before it was before Square Enix. It was back when it was just Square. Yep. And... It was. It's a neat game, and it's like it seems like something like some engineers in a room came up together and it's like, "Hey guys, these are guys from Final Fantasy. Oh man, you guys made a great game. I heard you're making your third one. Oh yeah, hey, how's Super Mario going? Pretty good." And it's just like four drinks, you know, four or five rounds later, it's just like, "You guys want to make this into a game?" <laughs> Fuck yeah, I do. It's just a drunken massacre of a game. <laughs> but back into uh, Nintendo 64. See, so yeah, Mario 64 released in uh, 96, and at the tail end of 96. December 96, you got Welcome to Mario Kart! 
Again, I remember this Trish. intro as clear as day. It, it's Christmas morning, my dude. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Faust Krampus. But no. You would I, get South Park's turkey shoot. <laughs> uh, as much as I love Mario 64, Mario Kart 64, I have more memories with. Like, I have more, like, one-on-one time with mm. Super Mario 64. Yeah, it's super popular. Yes. But I have more memories around Mario Kart 64 because that was the game mom would play with me. Yeah. So my stepdad would play Cruising USA and Namco Museum because he liked playing Galaga. Mm. So we would play back and forth on Galaga so he would get like past like level six, seven, eight, and shit like that. But mom, she enjoyed Mario Kart, specifically Moo Moo Farm. Mm. So she would play Moo Moo Farm over and over and over and it's like it was fun in the moment but like now being a teenager or what god still say teenager a fucking adult goddamn <laughs> uh now being like a goddamn adult i wish i could be a fly on the wall and like see mom with that video game controller yeah. playing with me as a child like i wish someone had gotten a photo of that see my mom never did never really played never played video games my dad did my dad was fucking hooked on that shit because we'd play madden 95 yeah and uh it was weird because you know i know you don't know much about sports but madden we used to be the coach of the oakland raiders it could be the steelers versus the falcons but randomly in the middle of the game oakland goes to tom out it's like what <laughs> The fuck did Oakley call it? They're not even playing in the game. <laughs> and I was just like, what the fuck? And I remember my dad, I think I saw my dad play Mario, I think once or twice, and he didn't like it. But we ended up playing Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Yeah. And then he really didn't like it when I started realizing what you can do with that game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, like growing up, my parents never really got into it. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't until the GameCube where my dad got back into it. But the 64, we, you know, we kind of just skipped over that one growing up because I wasn't home a lot uh the controller always bothered me everyone bitches about the controller i, I don't like the, it's it's not ergonomical it's fine you can only put your hand in two places at once anyway and your right hand is always on the far right side of the thing so basically you're just choosing do you want the fucking circular joystick mm-hmm. or do you want a d-pad pick one that that's all it is. There, yeah. There's no right hand going on the middle one. There, that, there's none of that. I will it's say, just right hand on your A and B side, and I then your say, left hand on either your middle or your far left. I'll say this: out of the pantheon of Nintendo controllers, it's the best weapon. <laughs> if I started flailing that fucking thing around, you'd back the fuck up. But no, Mario 64, I enjoyed that one a lot. Uh, I actually wound up playing that one again. It's now out on the Switch Virtual Console. Uh, They've got a a Nintendo 64 channel now. So I've been playing that one again. It's it's, it's fun. I really do enjoy that. Uh, But we also got Diddy Kong Racing along with Yoshi's Story. But then in 1998, the beginning of so many failed friendships began Mm. in 1998. Chris, can you guess what game came out in 1998 that started ruining friendships all across the world? Probably Smash Brothers. Mario Party. Mario. Oh, no, those games suck. Oh, you don't like Mario Party? Oh, dude. No, those games fucking suck. I'm a Mario fanboy. I love Mario Party. The first few on uh, Nintendo 64 may have not been as great, but by the time they got to GameCube, which we'll get to, Mm -hmm. dude, they were fun. Those things 
rocked. The 64 ones, yeah, can be a little repetitive, can be a little slow. The boards weren't that great. They released three in this time frame. Uh, the first one came out in 98, uh, second one in 99, third one in 2000. Yeah. And each one just was a slight variation of the former. Um, but I will say, uh, the reason why they turned out really quick from 98 to 99 for Mario Party 2, and I mean really fucking fast, like a, literally a year, was because in the very first Mario Party, there was a lot of mini games. So the way it's kind of set up is like for folks that have not played, uh, essentially Mario Party is you're playing this large board game. If you land on a blue uh, spot, you get three coins. If you land on a red spot, you get negative three coins. Your overall objective is to get 20 coins get a star the person with the most stars at the end of the game wins pretty basic rules after everyone rolls a turn lands on their space you play a mini game if everyone lands on the same color space it's a four-player mini game if say one person lands on a red space three people land on a blue space it's a one versus three mini game same thing with two red two blue two versus two yeah. in those mini games it could be anything from like rapidly press the A button to charge up a battery, you know, to yeah. set something up, you know, or whatever, you know, balance your character. Well, in the very first game, there was a lot that required the brand new technology for the time because this was before the first PlayStation, and even the first PlayStation still didn't have this. They had the center joystick that was on a rotating axis, which is the very first time any game controller implemented this. Yeah. So why not use this brand new technology in our brand new party game? And a lot of them required you moving the stick in a 360 degree rotation very fast. Yeah. So in order to do this, one uses the palm of their hand. Yeah. Like this, really fast on the fucking game controller. And then break that goddamn joystick. <laughs> Better than that, I shit you not, Chris, reports were coming in of children rubbing their palms raw. Yeah. And in order to avoid a lawsuit, Nintendo issued every person that filed a complaint of sores on their hands got a free Nintendo gaming glove mm -hmm. and they could decided to continue and cease production. They didn't recall, but they ceased production of the first Mario Party game. Mario Party 2 is essentially the very first Mario Party game with a few tweaked mini games and a couple new boards. They spit it out that fucking quick. Mm. <laughs> I, I could just imagine, like, it seems like, you know, you got people just fucking rubbing their hands on it. Yeah. I, I, I could tell you as a kid, I would have just done this. I would have just took the controller, flipped it, and just, like... <laughs> on your leg. On my leg. Just, just fucking break, kill, like, break that motherfucker. But no, or I would have done the whole... <laughs> Ew. Ew. <laughs> so yeah not much to say on the first original three i'll save that for the gamecube era um mm. but man i'm talking about fucking hit after hit I i'm surprised you guys skipped over the 64 because as a mario party released in december of 98 in january of 99 you got super smash brothers yeah and man holy shit i remember when this came out and like it was brand new on the, the ad. The ad was fucking fantastic. The ad I loved. You had Donkey Kong, Mario, Pikachu, Pikachu. Uh, uh, Link. No, it wasn't Link. 
It was another. I think it may have been Luigi. Mm. I think yeah. I think it may have been Donkey Kong, Mario, 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 Luigi, and Pikachu. They're all skipping through this fucking meadow. It's like the so happy together. Oh, it was a live action commercial. Yes. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, they're all in their suits and they're all skipping through the meadow. And like someone takes the fucking first swing, and all of a sudden that's just like they are all just fighting a, it's just it out. A melee. And then you get like the voiceover. Not everything is happy in the Mushroom Kingdom. No. Play the new Super Smash Brother game on Nintendo 64. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, or Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> Not that's that just another game I never got into. Uh, even when the GameCube came out, I didn't quite get into it until my second go around. Yeah, uh, because I think the 64 had a lot of amazing shit attached to it oh yeah because, because immediately after that because we can just kind of wrap this up with your yeah. conversation so after this we got mario golf donkey kong 64 mario party 2 mario tennis paper mario which is kind of like paper, uh, mario yeah. rpg part 2 uh then mario party 3 and dr mario 64 so yeah, yeah a decent amount of oh yeah it's their flagship game flagship character uh by that point you know, oh yeah super flagship character uh but i remember the tail end of the 64 when the GameCube came out. Uh, I think it was like a year after the GameCube came out. My dad had finally bought one. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, same thing my parents did. It was a box. Yeah. Everything in one box. I opened this fucking box up. Let me tell you about this GameCube I got. It was black. Came with a black controller and a second black controller. Came with the Game Boy attachment. Uh, came with uh, Spider-Man the movie the game Mario Sunshine and this is the first like 3D you know concept game I've ever played with Mario like this and holy shit I got so addicted to this fucking game and Spider-Man yeah. it was ridiculous and I remember playing this and then my buddy brought over Super Smash Brothers Melee he's like oh man you got to try this you know it's you know all these players and I'm just like nah no, nah, I'm good. I don't like it. But fucking Mario Sunshine is the shit. It gets a lot of hate, too, uh, when you read like some of the reviews about it, which I think is hilarious. Yeah. Coming out of people who were just playing like, 64, like a few years before. I know, right? And I think, it was, I think a lot of it was because the same kind of thing with 64 was you couldn't get Luigi. You couldn't you know, do this, this, and this. And there was all this like suspect shit people were talking about. Like, oh, no, Yoshi's in it, and you can do this. Or no, Bowser's in it, you do this. And no, you can't. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. No, you can't. Kiss my ass. It's a lie. Uh, but I remember finally coming around and playing Smash Brothers with him. And uh, there was one Mario Party game we had. I just never played it except for once or twice. And those games aren't fun when you're not playing when you're just playing by yourself. Yeah, it doesn't make much sense. Um, but Mario Kart had came out again for that one. We did uh, we had that one, but I actually liked Sonic Racers better. And it was just like a mini game inside of a, another Sonic Adventures game. <laughs> <laughs> that was more fun. So I'm trying to figure out when I got my GameCube because I remember this very clearly. I remember the year I got my 64. I want to say it was Christmas of 99. Mm-hmm. So I got my 64 pretty late. Yeah. And I feel like I remember, like, short, because the GameCube came out in 2001. Holidays of 2001, September 91. I mean, uh, 2001, rather. 
I feel like I remember mom distinctly going, no, I just bought you a new system. They already just put out another new one. I'm not getting that one, too. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. So I know I didn't get it at launch. Uh, I got it in October, the first week of October in 2003. You know, man, I really feel like that's around the time I did, because I was looking up some other things, because mm-hmm. I remember the Christmas vividly. It was a Christmas at my grandparents in Concord. I know that I was big into punk rock. Mm-hmm. I know I was big into uh, Spider-Man. I know that the first Spider-Man movie had already come out, but I was looking up the release date of Spider-Man 2 because I feel like that one maybe hadn't come out yet. No, that had not come out yet. So it was before 2004. So yeah, I feel like it was around that time period. But man, I... So what did you get? Did you just get the base system in a game? Oh, dude. No, 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 no. This is the first year they did it up right with a game system. Most years with the game system, it's like you get the system plus a game. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Merry Christmas, enjoy, kind of thing. They did it up right with this system. I guess they understood like how much I was into gaming at this point, And they were like, this is a worthwhile investment. He's going to get time out of this. Kind of same similar thing. One huge box. But that each thing was wrapped inside. So opened up the big box and there was like the GameCube box and then like two to three smaller boxes and then a medium sized box and then like another medium sized box. And I'm like, what the fuck is all this? And they're like kind of like pointing out, they're like, well, when you open up the first thing, you're going to kind of know what it all is. So like, why don't you start with the bigger square one? Open that up. It's the silver GameCube with the silver controller. And I'm just like, oh, my God, yes. And then uh, they're like, all right, open that one. Now open that up. It's a black extra controller. So now I've got a silver and black console. I'm just like, ah, yes. And they're like, okay, you probably know what the other little smaller things are. So go and open those up. Open those up. It's Luigi's Mansion, Mm -hmm. Super Smash Brothers Melee, and Sunshine. And I'm just like, oh, the Holy Trinity. Oh, yes. And, the, and so now I'm just like, there's one more box. And I'm just like, the fuck is this? And they're like, all right, open that one up. Open it up. It's the Game Boy Player. Dude, they racked me up with this uh, with this Christmas. So, so there, there was two things I forgot to mention on mine. Okay. Okay. Uh, there was the Game Boy Player. All right. And... I had racked in some advanced games by that time. But there was a purple uh, uh, case in it. But it was small. Very small. It it wasn't the same size as the DVD case anymore. And it was was the boot-up disc. It was an AR replay. Mm -hmm. It was the cheat, the Game Genie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it came with a special memory card. So also with this was Metroid Prime. uh, Madden uh, 04. Mm -hmm. NCAA 04. Uh, Spider-Man, yep. the original Spider-Man game, Mario Sunshine. Uh, I ended up trading one of those games for Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> uh, oh, first. actually, yeah, I forgot the original Spider-Man game was part of that as yeah. well. Because, uh, because in the game, if you entered Sam Raimi's name in backwards, uh, it was like a special thing. I think you get to play as Green Goblin or some shit. But um, anyway, there was one more thing. It was the Easy Play GameCube Nintendo bag. 
Oh shit! I remember the, the that thing. Bag. The book yes. bag. You could fit your GameCube. Oh, you look like such a dork, but it was yeah. the coolest thing yeah, ever. Yeah, because it was rainbow colors. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was bright yellow, red, blue, and green with purple trim. It was trim. so gaudy, dude. It was but, like, horrible. We were we went to, we were going to the beach that that month, and so I got my GameCube in there. Which, by the way, GameCube solid fucking console. Fucking killer. It's a weapon. It is. It's, it's you, got a handle. It's got a handle. Oh, all I could think of was that Marilyn Manson song, Lunchbox. So I'm just like, <laughs> I cut my lunchbox and I'm on real well. And it's like, bop, bop, bop. <laughs> I cut my GameCube. <laughs> and my dad, my dad actually, uh, he bought the Spider-Man game used. So when he bought the system, he bought a memory card because he was told to buy a memory card. Yeah. I opened up a Spider-Man game. There's a memory card in it. Oh shit! So now I got two in there, and it's like you know, the memory system on the GameCube. I think was a lot better because it was a lot more manageable. Yeah, and stuff like Use that. Use bits. Yeah, and like it was, it wasn't as corruptible as the PlayStation Two one because those those were kind of chunky mm-hmm. and they were fragile until like PlayStation realized what the fuck was wrong. Right. But uh, no, that was like all this shit, and I remember packing in this fucking bag, and it's like, oh no, you got a spot. Just for your games. Yeah. You got a spot just for your memory cards and just for your fucking thing. Manual. Manuals. And like all this bullshit. And I'm just like, yep, it all fits in the bag. It all fits in the bag. <laughs> and man, I as much as I have such a love for like the Nintendo 64 and like the original like Game Boy Pocket and stuff like that, the GameCube was when I felt like a gamer. Yeah. Because this was the era I was going online and looking at forums, looking up cheat codes. Around this time period, guess what was on TV? G4 TV. And it's like all of a sudden, it's like all this gaming culture was so much easier to find. Mom had a job at the mall where she'd take me to work on the weekends. Guess what was at the mall? fucking eb games so i would just hang out in this game store all day long looking at the different games and go home watch g4 watch x play watch attack of the show it's like i was just getting all this gaming content just cycled into me and it's like if i go over and look in those old gamecube games you'll still find like we ran out of printer paper so I pulled out notebook paper from my notebooks and printed off cheat sheets so I could still fucking oh, play the ever, games. You remember, you remember the cheat books? Dude, They were yes. like thick like bobbles, man. And then it would always be like, yeah. like, oh, it's lime green, purple. Gr-. And like all the new games had the cheats in there. I remember uh, Tony Hawk's Underground 2. Uh, if you typed in Pelican, mm-hmm. you get to play as the guy with the wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, there was like so much other, oh no, it was Infinite Grind. Mm-hmm. And so like you never had to use the balance thing. I remember playing those fucking games and the GameCube, because I had the Game Boy Player installed underneath it, it was a perfect square. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. it wasn't. Yeah, but like I would look at the bottom of it, I'm just like, what's all this other bullshit for? And you do, you find out later in life what it is for. And then they had like one port that didn't do anything. Yeah. That, that it was just like a peripheral. That it was, was supposed a, to be for something, something and they uh, never made it. But uh, I remember my buddy, he got it like a year later. And he had the one with the screen you can mount on top of the GameCube. This Ballin, mo- dude. This motherfucker had travel play and shit. And it was because you put it into the AC adapter into your car. And yep. it's like, if that guy, if your dad cuts his car off and that GameCube's still playing, you're going to kill his fucking car. <laughs> you're going to just zap the battery on that motherfucker. But, uh, yeah, well, let's go ahead and start running through some of the games, though. Uh, very first time in Nintendo history, they did not launch with a quote unquote Mario game. Yeah. They actually launched with Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. Luigi's Mansion is fantastic. Dude, fucking great game. And, like, but I will say, like, if I had to choose, if I had to choose, Mario Sunshine would probably be the one I had to choose. Yeah. But before we even got Mario Sunshine, we got 
Smash Brothers Melee. Yeah. Which, again, interesting choice for, like, September of 2001, November of 2001, we get Luigi's Mansion and Super Smash Brothers Melee. It wasn't until mid to late 2002, like August, or actually not, uh, July, sorry. It wasn't until July did we get Super Mario Sunshine in 2002. So that's kind of a bold move almost a year into the GameCube's lifespan. They're like, okay, here's your Mario game. And what was cool was when these games came out in PlayStation and Xbox, you know, really, I remember seeing the little purple check, a little purple triangle on every cartridge, only for GameCube. And it was just like, if you had those... That was the shit. This is like this is the one thing your friends can't have because they have a PlayStation or Xbox, and PlayStation did the same thing. And then, 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 really quickly, I noticed greatest hits re- redos. Like, uh, like it was like a redistribution. It was like, oh no, Mario Sunshine's Nintendo's greatest hit, or Luigi's Mansion greatest hits. You know, stuff like that. And I was like, man, you're just you know just repackaging. That's all it was. Was it was repackaging at a discount. Yeah, but it wasn't bad because that was back. That was right before they started fucking around and charging full price for games all the time. We'll see. But if you ask Scott the Waz, those suck because you had the yellow siding, so it messes no. up the color scheme when everything's lined up against the shelf, which I do have to semi-agree with. because He I'm- has schizophrenia. What <laughs> does he know? He got mad because of a box. I got- do, too. And I'm just like... I understand if you buy like a DVD collection, but like he got mad because of a box that got like squished, and I'm just like, it's a Switch game. Who gives a shit? <laughs> no, any, any game fans out there, definitely check out Scott the Waz. I yeah. fucking love that. He's yeah. he's amazing. Yeah. He has schizophrenia. <laughs> <laughs> he is amazingly he is non, he is non-professionally diagnosed schizophrenia. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Sunshine though, uh, that was another fun one. I remember putting in a lot of time on this one, but honestly. I feel like at one point I got fed up with Sunshine. Like there was a level that I just couldn't get past. Well, like the the, the levels in the game when you go down like the tunnels and stuff like that, when you got shot out not in the main thing, when you didn't really have to use your, you know, water gun basically, was a preamble for Mario Galaxy. Yep. That's all it is. And I I had a buddy of mine pay me money to drive him to Virginia Beach. And it was a one-night thing. I drive him to Virginia Beach. We leave at fucking 7 o'clock at night, drive to Virginia Beach, and I come back. Yeah. He paid me a lot of money to do this. We get there, and I need to crash. And I'm crashing on his buddy's couch, and they're, it's like 3 in the morning, and they're playing fucking Mario Sunshine. And I'm like, here, give me the controller. <laughs> I had the purple controller. And get, granted, GameCube had the best controller. Oh, yeah. The, in, those left and right triggers. But like in, gaming hist- in gaming history to me. That's the best controller. Like, the Xbox is great. I was going to say 360, man. 360 well, the had Xbox, an amazing yeah, the Xbox controller. One, Xbox One, X360, whatever. But to me, the feel of the GameCube, just because of I got so used to it, and the camera stick was a little bit different. Mm-hmm. You had the two analog sticks. and But I was just sitting here playing muscle memory fucking Mario Sunshine. I'm just like, there's one. Ding. <laughs> and these guys, you're younger guys, so they didn't grow up with it. But uh, they grew up with like Galaxy and the Wii and shit. Right. But uh, no, it was fantastic. I, yeah. I fucking love that game. Now, and, and I remember at first being a little bit bothered by the game, like a little bit annoyed. And, and this goes to show, like, even as a kid, I had a certain mind frame of how things were supposed to be. And if it wasn't like that, I was going to have a problem with it until you could change my mind. You're a bigot. I did not like the fact 
that Mario had a backpack on. Yeah. That fucked with me. I was like, no, I'm playing a Mario game. He's supposed to just be Mario. When I when I walk, I want to see the back of fucking overalls. I want to see this fucking flood unit. Luigi, Luigi's wearing a backpack vacuum. Well, that was a little bit more okay because I'm... Because he's a bastard brother, that's why. But with Mario, I was like, no, I don't want this fucking backpack on him. Why does all these fucking games have to have backpacks? Fuck this. So yeah, so for the first like maybe couple minutes of playing the game, I was just like, Ugh. but then there, like you said, there was a few levels where it's like you know the the Shadow Mario, which wound up being Koopa Junior, would like take the backpack, and you had to do like the Proto Mario Galaxy levels. Yeah. And I'm like, oh okay, okay, we're fine, we're fine. I like this game now. I like this game. We're good. We're yeah. good. I like Flood. Flood's and, like, cool. It, like it really tested the GameCube's uh, way of doing water, uh, the way uh, the way. Uh, Luigi's Mansion kind of did transparency really well, and plus, you know, the levels in the levels in Mario and the levels in Luigi's Mansion totally different feel. Well, and that's what I was going to get at. I was like, so it feels like at some point I just kind of gave up on Mario Sunshine. Like after a few, like a level or two, I was just like, oh, I can't was, get through these. It was hated by a lot of people. <laughs> but honestly, I remember kind of reliving some of my Mario 64 days with Luigi's Mansion mm-hmm. because it's like, it felt like with Luigi's Mansion, they were almost inviting you to come look through everything, mm-hmm. find all the secrets in the mansion. So it's like they're kind of leading me in to want to do that. And so this is, this is I probably those, spent more wandering time in Luigi's Mansion. This is one of those things I can't watch people play because I'm just like, I fucking hate the way I've, you play this I've game. I've witnessed it firsthand. Yeah, yeah, I don't like the way you play this game. It bothers me. <laughs> left, left. Left. Yeah, get fucked. I'm done. <laughs> And uh, after that, we did get Mario Party 4, which I didn't play. Uh, we also got Wario World and Mario Golf. Uh, and then we get Mario Kart Double Dash. Yes, that was super fucking popular. People. Yes. That one was fun, although I will say the graphics on it are a bit weird. Mm-hmm. When you go back and relook at the video footage and game footage of that game, it's very odd graphics. Like now, the that car- the one- all the character models looked a little now, off. Now is that the one that does like a slow mo once you cross the finish line of like or like it does like a flashback of like if you hit somebody with a blue shell, the game kind of like that, does, that. That's on the newest game. Yeah, because I love watching the memes of that. Of just Luigi just fucking stone cold looking at a motherfucker. Yeah, like that, kills that's him. in Mario Kart Eight. Yeah, eight that, Deluxe. That, yeah, eight, Eight's very popular. Yeah, uh, but like, but no, was, d- Double Dash though. That this was fun because. Mario Kart's always fun when you're playing at least with one friend. Because mm-hmm. then you could be like, ha, get, eat shit, I just hit you with a blue shell or whatever. With this one, it was fun because not only could you play versus each other, but you could play co-op mm-hmm. on one cart. Yeah. So with Double Dash, you had two people per cart. You had a person driving, and then the person behind the with cart like weapons and shit. was in charge of the weapons. So if you played co-op with that, you could swap. And one person was constantly driving while the other person was constantly in charge of the items. And then you could swap. That was back a great thing about uh, Halo when it came out. You, you played two player on like mm-hmm. a canyon and one guy would be on the gun. One guy would be driving. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, man, finally a co-op game that fucking works. <laughs> yeah. So they did something similar with Double Dash. So that was pretty fun. I, I enjoyed that. I will say like when you're going to Walmart 
or Target or whatever growing up, and you see these gaming setups. You see, not just that, you not just say, but the the glass cases with all the games and like the expensive ones are on top, they're new. Yep. And then you had the ones that were you know not used, but you know lesser in value mm-hmm. because they're more. And then the ones stacked up side by side like it's yeah. its own personal collection. You have to read and the then, spines. <laughs> and like Mario cover games, standard font, standard look. You know the silver Mario Kart title. Yeah. Mario Parter, Mario party was always like in silver gold and stuff mm-hmm. like that but the deceptive one the most deceptive one was mario strikers i was gonna ask that one comes up the dude they should have paid him a cool billion for drawing that fucking shit up because it is the most metal cover of a fucking video game about a italian soccer player and i'm just like <laughs> fifa fifa just is just trash but like mario strikers which is probably isn't that fun of a game but because it's just soccer but like it looks like a Dragon Ball Z anime. Like it does. he's just he's just kicking the shit out of this ball, and I'm just like they kept making these games, <laughs> and like the the art is always perfect, and I've never bought a game even though I wanted to so badly, and just been like I guess got it for the art. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, right after um, Mario Kart Double Dash, in my opinion, the best Mario Party game to be released, Mario Party Five, mm-hmm. and five. I've played a lot of them at this point. Five had the best levels. It had the best mini games. The graphics were good. It was well balanced. Everything about this game, if you're looking for a fun Mario Party game, it's either this one or one I'll recommend when we get to the Wii. There's only two out of like the fucking 20 Mario Party games they've mm-hmm. made that I've been like, yes, that's the one we play. This is the one. Number five is fantastic. Great graphics, really fun levels. If any point, Chris, I can never talk you into playing a Mario Party game, that would be the one we play. It's we have, we have, a lot of fun. We have a Friendsgiving coming up. We can do something. Yeah, we'll figure something out. I might, yeah. have, a, I might have a GameCube or a Wii stashed away in the yeah. closet. Uh, but no, nah, and then we get some of the Donkey Konga games, mm. <laughs> which that was fun. Yep, <laughs> with the little peripherals. And uh, Paper Mario, Thousand Year Door, uh, Power Tennis, Strikers, uh, and then another Mario Party 6 and 7. And I think the only one to kind of mention out of this, outside of the uh, baseball game they also made, was they made a Mario Mix version of Dance Dance Revolution. (laughs) For a while there, everybody had a Dance Dance Revolution. Everyone had a Dance Dance Revolution, man. Like Star Wars and shit, too. God, I love those memes of, like, dancing Han Solo. (laughs) I'm riding Solo. And then, uh, yeah, then we kind of wrap up the GameCube era after that. I was kind of disappointed during the GameCube era because I wanted another Mario game that was uh, like Sunshine or just like another Mario-centric game. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it was probably a good thing they waited because when they came out with Galaxy for the Wii, that that was really cool. Yep. Speaking of, November 2006, uh, we get the release of the Wii. And man... I remember the release of that one clear as day, and it was madness. Mm-hmm. Everyone and their brother had to have a fucking Wii. So the first time I had played a Wii was at a buddy's house while I was in college, mm-hmm. and he had ping pong. You play with your buddies Wii in college? Yep. <laughs> You're like, God damn it, yes. It's college. Move on. It's college. Everyone, <laughs> everyone plays with something. But uh, so he had the ping pong game, but it was like the official like ping pong sports game. Yeah. And I'm like, Wii Sports. It came with every console. Yeah, but this wasn't Wii Sports. This was ping pong. And we started playing the fuck out of this. And it got to where that point was just like, uh, 
I'm going to hit you with this fucking controller. <laughs> because it always came down 1 1, 2 2, 3 3, 4 4, 5 5. And like you're racing to the fucking bottom at 21, and it's just like, you want to go outside? Yeah, let's go outside. And then we started playing Wii Sports, and I'm just like, all the music is very soothing. Mm hmm. In Wii Sports. Oh, and, yeah. And like the golf. You're doing. Dude, dude, the only dude, problem I have dude, with these games dude. is you don't play full sets of anything, which is ridiculous. Then they came out with the, the second one where you could play pool and shit, which yeah, I loved. Yeah, yeah. But, nah, the Wii, the Wii was fun. Uh, it was the reason, the only reason I had to use a regular controller yeah. to play a Mario game on because, like, Mario Galaxy came out, and I'm just like, I'm not using this goddamn controller. I'm buying a classic controller and using it. <laughs> Which, interesting thing, I did not realize this until literally when I scrolled to the Wii section. Mario Galaxy did not come out until a full year after the Wii came out. Mm -hmm. Again, another scenario where they did not launch with a Mario title. Well, a lot of, a lot of consoles, you know, even with PlayStation, PlayStation had kind of abandoned Crash Bandicoot by, you know, PS2. Yeah. Xbox had kind of waited a lot while for Halo. Uh, two and three for mm -hmm. the Xbox 360. And I think what it is is they want their flagship characters to have more development and kind of see where people are with these tryout games. Yeah. Uh, a tryout game for uh, the Wii was Wii Sports. Yeah. Let's see how people enjoy, you know, adjust to the thing. And uh, PS3, when the Wii came out, uh, had a six axis controller where if you move the controller like this, up and down, left and right, mm -hmm. it had a six axis. Xbox 360 had microphone, all this peripheral shit for the controller. So, like, you had games that played on that. Yeah. Like, uh, if you remember, uh, it was a sword fighting game for the Wii. It was super fucking, like, weird looking. It looked kind of like Beautiful Joe. But uh, it was just super fucking active. You had a sword. But anyway, you had to recharge the sword because you had to move the, the Wii stick around. Yeah. And that was basically... The whole game was designed for you to fuck with that joystick. Mm -hmm. the whole The whole thing. By the time those Mario games came out, okay, the people are now used to the controller. So now when we come out, people aren't complaining about the game sucking. That makes sense. So now you're used to the controller. And do you remember the original Xbox controller? It looked like it looked like an oval. Yeah. It was, weird. <laughs> it was huge. It had two fucking cartridges, cartridge spots in the yep. center. Stupid fucking controller. Let's create a new one. Mm -hmm. Ergonomical as shit. They haven't gone away from it too much. The great thing about Nintendo is they'll try some shit. Oh, yeah. They'll fucking, like, fuck your shit up. You guys like the power glove? Like, <laughs> it doesn't do shit. <laughs> but, no, we, you know, it's a cool thing about Nintendo is they'll try some shit. And the, oh, yeah. And we, hey, good on them for trying. <laughs> like, that, that whole controller setup is ridiculous. Oh, dude, I love it. If I could choke you to death with it, it's not good. <laughs> now, I remember uh, my first experiences with the Wii. Uh, they were pretty fun. Uh, I remember my stepdad, Eric, he was the one that had it. Uh, we didn't wind up purchasing one, but um, by the time Mom started dating him and everything else, he already had one. But I remember, like, when uh, Mario Kart Wii came out, and, like, we were all hyped, and we got that. Oh, you yeah, because you, know, you get the steering wheel and oh, shit. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and then I remember... The thing that we were really hyped on, which uh, we'll get, we'll talk into in a little bit more detail when we get to it, was super the new Super Mario Brothers Wii. Mm -hmm. That one, oh, we I remember we got that within like a day or two. Of now launch. was that with four characters? Yes, that 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 game. If you did not have you know synergy, <laughs> uh, that, that 
that game is fucking annoying as shit. <laughs> so we'll get to that. So yeah, it, uh, the Wii released in 2006. It wasn't until 2007 when we got the first Mario game, and it was Super Paper Mario. Yeah, they went back a little bit. Yeah, and then we got uh, Strikers Charged, which mm-hmm. was the follow-up to the uh, soccer game in 2007. Uh, near the tail end of 2007, we got Mario Party 8, which I also say is the second best Mario Party game. That one implemented a lot of great Wii functionalities. Mm. Um, I remember when Eric and I were playing it, we would uh, always giggle like fucking teenage schoolgirls because one of the games was like you had to shake the controller to like shake up a can for yeah. like when you open it. Like who has the like higher you know soda yeah. burst? So like both of us are just sitting there shaking the controller, and it's just like, don't you dare look at me right now! And it's like, I'm not yeah. looking at you. Don't you look at me? I'm like, we're not. Yeah. <laughs> It's like that. It's a very weird mini game to play with a bunch of guys in a room. <laughs> the words "no homo" come up a lot. <laughs> but no, Mario Party Eight was a lot of fun. Uh, but it was the first time I recognized that we got an update to a system that didn't feel like we got a graphical update. I remember watching this game, looking at it, going, "I feel like the GameCube had better, smoother graphics than this game." I think. I think what it was really. What, this is kind of funny. Uh, I had the Wii in two thousand nine, and. It came preloaded because the guy had a Nintendo account. Yeah. And he had downloaded retro games onto the Wii, which was cool. Yeah. Eric which, did the same. Which was, that was a lot of fun. So when I bought it, I kept all the retro games. And then I jailbroke the motherfucker. And then you put all the retro well, games here's, on it. Here's something funny about the uh, the, uh, the drive. I, I think my Wii is still jailbroken, too. Mine is, too. Uh, I still have it. I think uh, I do, too. Well, so what's funny is Nintendo didn't tell anybody, really, but... When they finally homebrewed the fucking Wii, the CD drive that's in there had the capability of ripping games. So, me and my buddy bought a Western Digital terabyte hard drive, would have our friends come over, and we would rip entire fucking games and copy them onto the hard drive. I still have a partitioned hard drive of like 40 gigs of year one Wii games. Nice. And I don't even know if it works anymore, but I still, have, <laughs> I still have the Wii that uses it because that's when I got into watching movies streaming through the Wii because right. I could download a movie online, put it on this hard drive, and the Wii would play it. Yeah. I use it as a Western Digital TV. Right, right, but like, right. Now, now we just use a laptop, hook it up, you know, whatever. Hell, I could fucking start Str- Amazon on my phone and send it to the fucking yeah. TV. Yeah, but back in the day... <laughs> Oh, that was the shit, dude. Oh, Oh, I thought it was the shit because the Wii was the first one that I could connect to the internet and you could get YouTube on the Wii. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Game changer. You can watch YouTube on the TV now, boys. I remember if you had a a Wii before 4.2, yeah, you can homebrew that motherfucker. Oh, yeah. But now now you can homebrew the whole fucking thing now. They don't give a shit about the update. Yeah. But I I think the problem with the Wii was the support for the Wii was so short. Yeah, and I feel like we could get into... Because we've kind of done this episode before, but revamp it. It's mm. not available anymore. But we could do like a full consoles episode. I feel we got to kind of just stick oh, yeah. with the games on this. Um, well, we can just talk about Nintendo. Pretty oh, much. oh yeah, do a Nintendo episode. Um, but yeah, so at the end of 2007, uh, November, we got Super Mario Galaxy finally, mm. and put a lot of time into that one. But I was the reverse of you. 
I did not want to play with the regular controller. I wanted to play with the nunchuck and the Wii remote because it was fun pointing at the TV and catching all the star bits and, you know, really shaking it, you know, to do the things, you know, just, it felt a lot more immersive and, and the motherfucker wasn't wearing a backpack. So that was really nice. <laughs> another problem, well, another problem that happened around that time was it was the first time this happened for Nintendo was people love the GameCube. People wanted the Wii. But there was a series of games that people wanted to backport to the GameCube. Uh, Twilight Princess is the one that got up Nintendo's ass. Because like, oh no, the new Zelda game that's going to look realistic as shit. It's on the Wii! Yeah, and they're like, fuck you! Like, what and the they're fuck? like, okay, fine, we'll put it on the GameCube. Yeah, and they backported it back. And it's still a fantastic game, but... I think because they put the drive in there that could play GameCube games along with Wii games, which I thought was brilliant. Game changer. Game changer. Because you now now your back catalog isn't wasted. Yep. Hey guys, that's that's something a corporation does for fans that, that that needs to be brought back. Yeah. Like if I have a PS4 and I decide to buy a PS5, I would like to be able to play those PS4 games again. Yeah. There's no reason I shouldn't be able to. Absolutely. Well, I mean, there are reasons. But, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you spent all this money propping this company up. And it's just like, here you go, guys. Yeah. Here's a, here's one where you could just bring everything over. Works fantastic. I don't need to buy fucking Skyrim <laughs> again. <laughs> or Fallout 4 again. <laughs> but uh, And then we got uh, Super Smash Brothers Brawl, which was uh, also a lot of fun. I played that one a decent amount that's the one i played a lot because we had the gamecube controllers hooked up to it and i looked at them like i looked at the the pantheon of characters i'm just like you guys added the guys from fire emblem in this game and you added snake and i'm just like it doesn't that's fucking retarded they had a snake they have the fire emblem guys in the gamecube version yeah and uh the fire emblem guys came back and you had uh, roy Sheik. and luke yeah Sheik. yeah yeah Sheik, which was zelda yeah they had that one game uh, but then you had zelda and then mm-hmm. you had peach and then you had like a handful of other characters and i do like the uh the kind of expansiveness of the mario cast yeah because now you have luigi now luigi's got a girlfriend yeah and then they did uh daisy daisy and then you had uh they brought pauline back for a second and it's just like this is hilarious <laughs> uh but then after that, it just kind of slows back. Uh, actually, it doesn't slow back. Sorry, I skipped one. Right after that was the Mario Kart Wii, mm. which, again, played that one a fuck ton. And after that, it just kind of slowed down some. You got Mario Sluggers, Wario Land, um, Punch-Out, which he had a little cameo in, uh, Mario and Sonic at the Winter Olympics, which you know what? I didn't give a fuck about that Well, what's that funny game. is, like, so in the original Punch-Out game, Mario's the referee, the the announcer, yeah, and, then, and like, the ref, yeah, uh, and then Super Punch Out, he's the announcer. But then they brought Sam back for another one, which is funny. This is a Mike Tyson game, yeah, but it's just Punch Out. Yeah, it's just Punch Out. Then because they did Super Punch Out, but Mike Tyson's Punch Out was the shit, yeah, because you fought him at the end. And then in 2009, December 2009, and I remember that one because I got it for Christmas. Was New Super Mario Brothers. And now you want to talk about needing synergy. This fucking game. Oh, no. That's fucking ridiculous. So by this point. You got got four people. So by this point, my little sister was born and she was wanting to play video games. She was old enough to kind of play at this point. Because of sticks. Yep. And (laughs) Eric was really cool. I mean, he he was like the gamer dad. You know, he at this point, we had the Xbox 360 as well. Mm -hmm. uh, A few other things. And. 
he had like the Duracell fucking like uh, rechargeable battery docks where it's like you swap out the battery pack and it had like this little contacts on the back so you just set them in the fucking holder and yeah, it charged I, I it. yeah so it was like he, he rocked it up man he made the entertainment center rock yeah, so we, you can't be in the middle of the game and be like reloading reloading <laughs> <laughs> oh no those things were ready to rock every sink, single sink, time you son of a bitch <laughs> they were ready so it's like uh, we had all four controllers all that shit so it's like most of the time Eric and I would be able to find some time to be like you want to play Mario yeah and we'd co-op play through some but then all of a sudden we'd hear Katie making her way down the stairs yeah I'm playing Mario I'll play Mario let's play Mario together I'll play Mario she's like grabbing the controller and like so she's like toad as I'm like because he I I wound up always playing Luigi on those because I like the high jumps Uh, so I was Luigi and it's like we'd always delegate her to like one of the toads be like oh no you're the cute little toad character yeah have fun with her you know yeah that's cute being left behind as the game progresses forward dude the two of us are just like slaying the course and she's like floating in the yeah. fucking bubble the entire time <laughs> uh, I, remember, I remember playing that game with uh, two other people and just three people I was just like we're moving right and you need to move faster go go, go. I will leave you behind I will leave you the fuck behind. But what's fun was during the time of the Wii U going into the next console. Yep, because because that was really the last game to really kind of come out. They thought, Mario related. They thought it was a good idea to let people make their own goddamn levels. Yep, with Mario Maker monsters. All of you who play Mario Maker and make these and make these levels, you, you belong in a hostile film and saw. These are just brutal fucking things. I've never seen so many chain chomps and spikes and flames. And I like watching these play these guys play it. Yeah. Is, is fantastic. Oh yeah. It's no, brutal shit. Th- this was in the middle I never had the Wii U, but this was in the middle of me like watching all the gamers on YouTube and shit. And you know what's cool about the, and so many rage quits you know, over Mario you know Maker really cool, levels. You know what's really cool about the Mario Maker is? You can make a level and have the CPU try to play it, and it will show you marks where you need to fix mm-hmm. where it is incompletable. Yep, because you because, can't because, do because it. the CPU would try about ten times to try to play your game, and then it'll be like, all right, here's where you need to fix it, and here's where you need to move something. Here's where yeah. you need to, and you'll see these little like uh, exclamation points pop mm-hmm. up because you'll see Mario getting fucking ripped in half and shit. <laughs> and I'm just like, Jesus Christ! But dude, bravo to some of these guys creating just oh re- yeah, and like watching some of these guys play it. It's like watching the guys play Tetris with the NES controller because they got it on its side. Yeah, and they'll sit there and play it, and they're playing the the controller on its side. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, no way in hell I've learned <laughs> that shit. Yeah, and the Wii U. I mean, it winds up being the butt of the jokes a lot of the times. But it's What's like a preamble to the Switch. But but you look at the game list. And there's nothing of note. That's like there's died. really nothing on the system. You had New Super Mario Brothers U, which was New Super Mario Brothers Wii, but on the Wii U. Yeah. It's the same fucking game. And then you had New Super Luigi U. It's yeah. the same game, but primarily with Luigi. And then you had Mario and Sonic at the Olympics again. And then Super Mario 3D World, which was kind of like a weird follow-up, but like it wasn't good at all. If I remember correctly, the the year, what year was it that uh, Mario Olympics, what year was that? Uh, 2013. 
2000 Olympics. That uh, okay, so the Olympics would have been 2012. So that well, this was the Sonic at the uh, at the Sochi 2014. Yeah, Sochi. Yeah. That was a Winter Olympics. Yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, that was in Russia. Um, That's what the game was. Yeah, but I remember like them advertising hard about doing the Olympic games, which I thought was cool. Yeah, because like, let's see Mario. You know, on the track versus Sonic. You know, mm-hmm. it's funny as shit. Yeah, but like, it, it would have been really cool if they were doing Olympic Games again now with the yeah. with the Switch. I think they do. They do. Yeah. But yeah, I think the whole Wii U, I think, was just another like tryout concept where guys like, what if we had a console that you could play in your hand like the Game Boy, but we can build it to the TV. Yeah. And like, oh no, that's a great idea. But it kind of falls off the rails with this one because it is a clunky looking controller. It is. But it wasn't until you know. You know, people throw that thing away, and they should have because they told Nintendo, "All right, let's streamline it better. Let's make it better. Let's go minimalist on the controls. Mm-hmm. Let's let's keep it like it like a like so, the old controller." Well, before we get to that one, the, the, I think it's a prime example of what you were saying. The console killed the games. Not necessarily the games were that bad, because guess what? Also came out on this system, Mario Kart Eight. Yeah, Mario Kart Eight, the game that everyone plays their ass off on the switch mm. is not a switch game no. it's a wii u game with everything unlocked and like a couple new characters yeah and, and like slight visual upgrades but it's the exact same game you had on the wii u no. now that it's on the switch people love it it's the best-selling mario game and or think, mario kart game and i think i think what really really does it in is the death of the handheld because no other Xbox and PlayStation didn't really invest too much in the handheld except for the PSP. Yeah. And Xbox was already part of Microsoft doing PC gaming. So it was probably the smartest idea in the world just to make a console that is also handheld and, you know, for your TV. Yeah. For the Nintendo Switch, yeah. So yeah, like it's it's fantastic. It really is. So far the Switch is definitely in my top three favorite consoles mm-hmm. Nintendo's done, including handhelds. Yeah. It's really great. And yeah, and, and the game selection on it, I think that's another reason why we're kind of at a high point for Nintendo fans right now. Mm-hmm. Because their eShop, you toss the motherfuckers 30 bucks a year and you yeah. get Nint- NES, Super Nintendo, now Nintendo 64, Sega Genesis games, all on your system. Mm-hmm. And that's not including the eShop that has... The Mario Kart game that's constantly getting updated with new tracks. Yeah. The new uh, Super Smash Brothers game with every fucking character you like, and now you can download all the old courses or all mm. the old levels that you used to fight on on the other ones. And then Super Mario Party now, where all of a sudden they're taking the best elements of all the Mario Party games, mashing them into one with new graphics going, here you go, guys. For the fans of the series, this is what you wanted, here you go. The Switch is proving to be the ultimate version of every game. The ultimate Mario Kart is on the Switch. The ultimate Smash Brothers is on the Switch. Which almost makes me worry... Where do they go from here? Well, they're they're doing something now that other consoles are doing, which are these like PS four point PS four point five. You know, like uh, like the Slims, your uh, S. Yeah, you I know. mean we've we've gotten the Pro yeah. recently. You you've got the Pro actually. Yes, I have the uh, OLED. Yes, um, it's a bigger. I call sc- it the Pro. Yeah, it's a it's a bigger screen, and I will say, out of all the fucking consoles we played that's the only one i regret not getting in the beginning 
I will you, say you've that. liked it that much. I like. I wish I had bought a switch earlier. That's well, because I, I remember you were talking about getting the switch light where yeah. you couldn't connect it to a TV. I was like, man, so I feel I did, like you're going to like the other. So one. I bought the switch light. Yeah, and it had a battery of about three three mm-hmm. hours, uh, and then I, by happenstance, uh, my friends working at a game cup uh, game. <laughs> Game Cop uh, at GameStop, and she needed a ride. I was like, okay, let me just walk around. And you're like, how much is the new? And she's like, 300 bucks. And it comes with a wireless Bluetooth controller that is actually that looks like an Xbox controller. Yeah. Gold fucking trimming and everything on it. So I bought that. I bought Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. I already had it for the Switch Lite. I poured it in, start playing it, and I'm just like, yep. <laughs> yeah, this is my jam. And you know what I've never done? I've never played it on TV. Really? Never. Still. Because I just, I just like, just hold the motherfucker. <laughs> it's the ultimate Game Boy. And like, yeah, that's what I said about, like, that's what, you know, I was talking about. I was like, with the Wii U, the guy who came up with the Wii U basically told them, fuck making handhelds. Yeah. We're going to make the best of both. And mm-hmm. the graphics, the way they do the graphics on the Switch is top tier. And yep. I've recently saw... Uh, a guy posts a video of what Mario could be on an Unreal Engine, and it's fantastic. Oh yeah, it's so weird though. Yeah, it is weird because it's a point of view, like third person, and you're always behind them. But you recently uh, had uh, the Switch uh, All Star, yeah, which is probably the best fucking thing Mario thing they've come out with in years. Yeah, the, with that one, that that was that had the Super Mario sixty four, uh, Sunshine. Sunshine, and Odyssey. Yeah, and yeah, that that's that's a great. I think you've you've actually still got that one. Yeah, I haven't played yeah. it yet. And you've uh, yet to, you you borrowed that from me like two months ago, and you've yet to play it. I've been playing Breath of the Wild. <laughs> it's a, it's the best game I've ever played. Play the goddamn game. I'm gonna play it for like five minutes. And be like, yep, Mario still has water in his backpack. I'm just going to, <laughs> and I'm like, all right, what am I? Oh, I'm 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 Link. I'm slaughtering people at my will. Yep. I'm gonna do that, <laughs> and I really have nothing to say about the new Mario game that's out for this console because I've yet to play it. Yeah, and I and I intentionally haven't. Wa- I intentionally didn't watch a lot of YouTubers playing yeah. it because I kind of want to experience it myself. Now my next game I'll probably buy will probably be Luigi's Mansion. Oh, the new one. Actually, I'll go back and buy two because mm-hmm. I never played two, and then I'll go back and play three. Yeah, and buy three later on. I heard two wasn't that great, so three maybe just. The, I don't know. The it, it's going to be new to me. It's going to be fun. It's True. Luigi's Mansion. I love the game. I wish. They, I wish they would. <laughs> I'm going to fucking play it. God damn it! I don't know. Do you? You probably know. Uh, did they port Luigi's Mansion over to the Switch? Uh, I don't know if they ported the. They don't have a lot. They, no, actually, they don't have any GameCube games mm, ported that's a damn yet. Shame. Yeah. There's so much fun shit on GameCube. But I tell you, man, this has been a fat episode. We're at two hours on this episode, man. Fistful of quarters, baby. <laughs> We've been playing a long ass time with a for a fistful of that. But two no. hours is not a sh- is not a long time to play video games. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. It is here to fucking listen to two white guys wax poetic about Mario. <laughs> but no, we have definitely got to do some more fistful of quarters episodes. I feel like there is a wealth of gaming things that we can chit chat about that we have yet to do yeah absolutely so for chris this is alex and this has been another fun episode of fistful of quarters and damn it give me another quarter